Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, an ordained pastor and educator with years of experience with children, youth, young adults, parents, family ministries, and I am also your host. If you have questions or ideas, you can find the Facebook group for listeners and follow us on Insta by searching for Parents Take Five. That's F-I-V-E. And check out ParentsTakeFive.com for more church and family resources or to find out how to request a virtual meeting, speaking engagement, and workshop. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey y'all, it's Jen. I'm so glad to be back with you. Uh, today we have our special guest, Reverend Jen, with us, uh, who has with, been with us for the past couple of episodes talking about abuse. Uh, she is a survivor of abuse more than two decades, um, and she holds an MDiv and an LMSW, um, not an LMNOP, but a <laughs> LMSW. Um, and she is a certified spiritual director as well. Um, she is really focusing on resiliency and change around abuse and has a great website, uh, hoperisethrive.com. Today, uh, Jen, let's talk about our kiddos um, with abuse. Okay, so I've heard everything around, um, you know, people wanting to stay or, you know, red maybe is a better way to say that, um, that some people want to stay in an abusive relationship because they um, are, they don't, they don't know what it would do to their children if they left, you know, they don't know how they would support their children or, um, what to do. Uh, Talk to us about, about if you have kiddos, what, what are some things that we should know? What's the research show? What's the, what's the stuff? Yeah. Um, the research shows that one in 15 children witness abuse and that 90% of those are eyewitnesses to the Mm. abuse that happens in the home. Um, in homes where domestic violence is present, um, between the adults in the home, children are also physically abused or neglected at a rate 15 times higher than average domestic abuse produces trauma in the lives of victims and their children. I think from my own experience as a survivor, I thought I was that barrier between him and the kids. I thought I was absorbing um, the vitriol that was present in the home and that if he um, yelled and screamed at me, that maybe the kids wouldn't get it, but they see more, they hear more, they experience more than we think they do. Um, And I learned that after the kids and I escaped um, and I was talking with them they experienced so much more than I thought they did. And of course that made me feel terrible um, for having stayed in it as long as I did. But children are affected by this. They have um, anxiety and depression after having experienced abuse. They might have panic attacks. They might be fearful um, of what could happen. Maybe they feel powerless uh, in the situation because they can't change it. Maybe they feel like they need to protect the parent who's being victimized and they can't do that. 
um, even in school, um, reduced capacity uh, to learn and to perform academically is noticed. Um, the kids might be aggressive with their peers. If children live with violence, they tend to use violence in their peer relationships. So there's so much that goes on with our children. Um, I thought I was protecting my kids. I was not doing as good a job as I had hoped. Mm. Wow. So if you have, if you have smaller kids, mm -hmm. you might think that they're not seeing or experiencing right. much, right? but they are. They are. I have talked to adults who were very young when their parents divorced and they remember um, the violence that went on in the home. Well, that's a good question. Now that you talk about divorce is, I mean, maybe people choose to stay because they think getting a divorce is the worst part of it. Right. I, I mean, I hope not. Um, it, um, what would you say about that? Cause I know that you have heard and experienced all kinds of things and, um, my hope would be safety would be first, right? But um, I recognize, especially in faith communities, um, not all of them are as supportive. Right. I think in faith communities, abuse is a taboo topic, but divorce is too. Uh, the language of broken homes is still prevalent in our faith communities, even though that's kind of an outdated term. Mm. Um, it's not divorce that breaks the home. It's the abuse that breaks the home and affects the children in, I think some people, especially in faith communities, I am one of these. I thought that it would be worse to divorce than to stay in the abusive marriage. And divorce is not easy. I'm not right. out there saying um, that divorce is going to solve everything because leaving the abuse doesn't always end the abuse. Um, sometimes post separation abuse. Um, happens as well let's um we'll pause on that because we're going to okay. talk about that soon like we were that one separate yeah you're fine you're fine um so let's let, let's let's talk about this for a second with your kiddos if you have older children or or even younger children what kind of help should parents get for their kiddos um when i left the abuse i had seven kids in tow um, ranging from four years old to um, just um, young adult age. So I had kind of the whole span in there. I think one of the best things that we did was we used the free counseling that was available at the local family violence shelter. It was free for me. It was free for the kids. It was multiple sessions. And that really helped because they are trained to know how to deal with victims of abuse. They know how to use maybe play therapy with children to help them overcome some of the things that they're dealing with. And then I went on to continue to make sure my kids got counseling, um, particularly those who felt the need for it more after those free sessions ended at the local family violence shelter. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, as my listeners know, I am a big fan of um, therapy. I think that um, it is a good thing. If you need therapy, it is a good thing to receive yep. therapy. Um, I, I just think it's a good thing. So everybody should uh, have a little therapist on the side. If they don't see them all the time, they need to have one that they can just get ready to go see. Um, 
And so I, I do think you're right about that. I think that, you know, because we also hear, you know, kids are resilient, you know, they're resilient and they are, and it does impact them. I mean, right. It, right. And it, I think we all have that in our own lives, whether it be about abuse or other things. When we think back to our own childhood, you know, there are things in our own childhood that have impacted us throughout life. Right. Um, yeah. And so whether it, regardless of what it is, it is impacting us. And from what I hear you saying, you can correct me if I'm wrong, abuse is still going to have impact. It is. And I think it's important that we talk openly and honestly with our kids about it. I think for me and my situation, it was the elephant in the room for so long. It was that thing that happened, but we didn't talk about it, but we changed that when we left, when we escaped the abuse, we started talking about it. And I think if we can talk to our children about unhealthy relationships and about toxic behavior, it helps prepare them for their own future. Because we know that children who are exposed to abuse are more likely to be the victims or the perpetrators in the next generation. Mm -hmm. So we want to talk to our kids and give them the tools to enter healthy relationships in their future mm -hmm. and not toxic ones. Yes, preach. Great. <laughs> um, well, thank you again, 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 again. Um, so as we have mentioned at the end of the other episodes, you know, where do we need to go if we are seeking help? Again, the local family violence shelter, great place. They are resourced to help you. Um, Love is Respect is a website. Um, national Do Domestic Violence Hotline is another website. Those are both um, national organizations to provide you with more information if you are in a confusing, unhealthy, or toxic relationship. Absolutely. Talk to somebody. Please. And if they don't listen, talk to somebody else. <laughs> yes, because not all therapists are trained about trauma or domestic violence. So if you're not feeling heard, try someone else. Yes. A fr I mean, even in friends, even Absolutely. if your friends don't hear you, if your pastor doesn't hear you, if you're at, whoever doesn't hear you goes to somewhere else, um, have the courage to do that. Have the courage, um, to know that we are going to stick beside you. We will stick beside you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. And listeners, we are sticking beside you. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter, refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, check out Instagram and the Facebook group to reach me. I hope that you'll take five with us again.